as soon as we use the word dream, people get a feeling. So it's not like this logical thought of who's this client. And once they got this feeling of who their client was, they were able to connect. And the answers that I got from my clients around who their dream client avatar was, was very different. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome back to another Thursday episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I am your co-host for today, Samantha Riley, joined by my co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I'm doing really well, Sam. How are you? I'm doing very well, very well. I got to spend my father's day cleaning out my garage the other day. Well, that, that's awesome. Isn't that like a man cave? Isn't that what where guys like to hang out in their garages? No, I hang out in my office. <laughs> I know that Leon would be ecstatic by spending a day in the garage. Mm-hmm. It's definitely his man cave. Absolutely. And what's he got in it? TV, bar? Oh, no, that's what I think he wishes he had in it. I think what he wishes he had was a big four-car garage with a, you know, a big area where that had the TV in the bar, definitely, oh, and the sofa. We'll get rid of cars. Uh, we don't, but- need, don't, need, don't need cars in the garage, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and all the this, all this sports memorabilia that you pick up from charity balls. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> Although that's the stuff that you think, oh, yeah, one day I need to frame that and it never gets framed. And it, <laughs> Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> no, let's talk about something a little bit more interesting. Let's talk about the Dream 100. Oh, that sounds interesting. Doesn't it? That's what we're going to talk about today, the Dream 100. Okay, well, let's, let's, um, let's, let's get into that. All right? So first up, the Dream 100, I guess, is this concept developed. I was actually looking up Chet Holmes, right? So Chet Holmes is the, the inventor of the Dream 100. It's a concept he introduced in the Ultimate Sales Machine, a book that he's written. Um, I was looking up Chet Holmes, who was born in 1957, and under his Wikipedia it says he's a film producer. Well, that's why when I first pulled it up, I went, oh, that's the wrong person. I didn't realise it was the same person. Yeah, okay. So apparently he's, he's – <laughs> but look, Chet Holmes, is, Chet Holmes is one of America's top marketing executives, trainers, and strategic consultants, right? Um, worked with lots and lots of companies, and he's intru- he introduced him in the Ultimate Sales Machine this idea of this Dream 100. Okay, and the Dream 100 obviously is referring to, in this case, like the 100 clients. That if you had these 100 clients, what would your life be like? Mm. And it's quite mm-hmm. a different, I guess, marketing strategy than than we're used to because we're so used to just right connect with everybody and hope that someone buys from us. Mm-hmm. No way. Absolutely. I have done this a few times. I know that one of my mentors last year suggested that we do this and he said, I can guarantee you if you do this, because we were, we were working on something specific, he said, I can guarantee you will not get to the end of your list. And guess what? He was right. I did not even get to the end of my list for what I for what I was trying to do. So when you nail this, it is very, very powerful. Yeah. Okay. So how many... How many do you reckon? How, did, how far did you get? I think I only got to about 60. See, 60 is still a lot, isn't it? Yeah, but I didn't sign them all up. 60 would be awesome if I signed them all up. Okay, but what so happened you, you was when get, I got to you, the 60, you didn't get I got to 100 to a, clients. I didn't, I didn't need to. I didn't need to get to the 100 because for what I was doing for that specific 
uh, outcome, I managed it by speaking with 60 of, of the people on my Dream 100 list. That's awesome. Yeah, it is, it's really, really valuable. And I haven't actually read the Ultimate Sales Machine. So just before we hit record, I've made a note to order that because I'd like to know more about it because it's been such a fantastic um, concept. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the thing, right? Okay. So if we had these Dream 100, we're going to drill into that in a second in more detail. But if we had just 100 clients, what would, what would your business look like? Right. Oh, could you imagine if you had a hundred of your dream clients sign up in the next, well, let's even say in the next so you know, months. four to six months even. Yeah. It'd be different business. I mean, look, I, I, the, the reason that I wanted to raise this in today's podcast is I'm connected to a very similar number to you of people on LinkedIn, right? Six and a half mm-hmm. thousand followers on LinkedIn. I think you're a little bit ahead of me on Facebook. I've got a couple of thousand. You're I'd be closer to closer to 10. Mm-hmm. Um but you know we've got what's that sixteen ten to sixteen thousand connections. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there's no way in hell that my business could ever handle sixteen thousand customers. No, I, I would definitely break. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it looked like, right? But even even at, even a tenth of that at one thousand six, you know, one thousand mm-hmm. six hundred customers, you were like, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. So we don't we we don't actually need as many customers as we want, but a lot of our marketing is so focused at just spreading ourselves really really wide in the hope that someone will buy from us. In fact, I was mm-hmm. just talking to a client in Melbourne just yesterday, uh, a, a property management business who'd been trying a whole bunch of of advertising and not getting any success with it. Now, the thing about, because there was a very small boutique agency, they didn't have enough money to invest into their advertising to make the splash and the ripples that they needed to splash and test what was really working. Now, you Mm -hmm. can do that really quickly. Obviously, advertising is great for a very quick start. But if you don't Mm -hmm. have enough, you're not going to make any impact. And she was just going out to all of Melbourne to try and find clients anywhere. Right. The, the, sp- the spray and pray method. The spray just and, pray. and the Dream 100 is complete opposite to that, isn't it? It's very the, focused. Who, who are my 100 dream client avatar customers mm-hmm. and how do I approach them? Absolutely. So let me just talk very quickly about that dream client avatar because this is something that I did with my – it was a stroke of – I'm going to say a stroke of genius last week. I don't know where this idea came from. With my clients, we're always talking about who's your ideal client or your ideal client avatar or who's your A client. These are things that have always been um, spoken to me by my mentors or the people that I've worked with. And I just – these are the words that I've been using throughout my whole coaching career – And I just all of a sudden thought, this seems so logical. And when I ask these logical or very heady kind of questions, people answer with, well, you know, they've, they've, my ideal client has got two children and they drive a Hyundai and they live, you know, they live in Canberra, whatever it is. And they have these really logical answers. And I said, well, okay, let's put that aside and let's start to think about our dream clients. Or what's your DCA, your dream client avatar? And what happened next was absolutely phenomenal because what happened was as soon as we use the word dream, people get a feeling. So it's not like this logical thought of who's this client. And once they got this feeling of who the client was, they were able to connect. And the answers that I got from my clients around who their dream client avatar was, was very different. So in my business, 
Uh, just since last week, we've started using the term dream client avatar and it's working really well. What are, what are some of the questions that you'd ask if you're looking at this approach, right? As opposed to your ideal custom avatar, which is, you know, someone 30 to 50 years old, mm, uh, you mm. know, turns over half a million dollars, blah, 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 right? Um, yeah. What, what, what's the different sorts of questions that you would ask for this dream client avatar? Well, it's it, things like, okay, so for me to work with my dream client, how do they act when we're in a you know, when we're in a coaching session, or how do they act? How do they action our our sessions after we've stopped talking? Maybe even before that, what are their core values? How do I feel when I'm around them? Would I like to bring this person a dinner with my children? Would I feel proud of that? It's a completely different feeling, which means that I'm attracting someone that's got similar values, similar ways of doing things, someone that has an attitude of gratitude rather than, a, oh my goodness, you haven't done that thing. You know, there's, there's not a blame thing. There's a, a feeling of responsibility that they're responsible for their actions and their business. They're the kinds of people that I love to work with. Mm. And by thinking about a dream client, that was what was coming up where sometimes, you know, when we think about an A client, it, it is more of those logical boxes that we would probably tick if we were, you know, thinking about Facebook targeting. Yeah. Well, so I think it's one of those things we don't often do enough that, that sort of let's have a look at who my A clients are and what are the characteristics of those clients. The challenge, of course, is actually kind of identifying those because, you know, their values aren't necessarily articulated. Mm-hmm. Um, in, no, in, but in search criteria. <laughs> no, no, there's no, there's no little search criteria in LinkedIn that says put in. You know, if if your value is honesty, click here. It's not like that. But it is a, it is a, um, it is a feeling, and like attracts like. And when we're we're out and authentically interacting on social media or with through our content, then those kinds of things will come through. Mm. Look, I think there's I think there's something that you can do to do this, right? And while you can't necessarily qualify and add search criteria on your dream, uh, your dream values, I think there is a way that as part of our qualification process, as we bring clients into our world, maybe we should be asking, you know, which of these three things are important to you, right? In in mm-hmm. your in your calendar appointment link, or and you kind of get a sense of whether. Well, hang on, why are you asking me these questions? But if they answer them, that's going to tell you a little bit more about the kinds of clients they are and use that in your sales process as well. Mm, totally, totally. So, Tim, you you were on a call, this call with your client in yeah. Melbourne. You've come up with this great idea. It's an idea that you and I have unpacked and we're going to unpack it on the episode today with the idea that we're going to implement it in our business over the next 30 days and we're going to report back in a month with how this has worked out. So this is act, what we're going to talk about today is not a strategy that we've actually done specifically. I know that I've definitely done the Dream 100 before but not in this way. So we're going to action what we're talking about today and we're going to come back and we'd love you as the listener to do the same thing and we would love to feature you on the episode at the beginning of October to talk about how this particular strategy has worked for you and has worked for us. Okay. So let's start with, I guess, the three parts to this. First thing we're going to look mm-hmm. at where we find this Dream 100, mm-hmm. uh, the strategy we're going to use to engage with those people, mm-hmm. uh, but also and then what we're going to use to kind of systemize that that workflow. Right? So let's start Absolutely. with the first one of those. Where do you find them? 
Um, I think for both you and I, Sam, we're going to be using LinkedIn as opposed to Facebook. But Absolutely. the first thing is you know, you've got to understand where your that dream client avatar hangs out. Yes. So you could use this on Facebook. You could use this in Facebook groups. You could use it on Instagram. You could use it in multiple different places. For this particular trial, um, I'm definitely going to be using LinkedIn. Yeah. I think um, if you the interesting thing about Facebook in this context is that because you can start to see who people are uh, and their other values on Facebook a little bit more than potentially you can on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. by going into, say, a business group, finding people who match your your values, you know, they're active, they, they're commenting on things, you can kind of get a bit of a sense of who they are beforehand you could actually get more of a sense of this Dream 100 avatar, this Dream Client avatar on Facebook more so than LinkedIn. Absolutely. Facebook groups, this strategy could work really, really well. Hmm. Well, obviously enough, I think you know, as consultants and, and, and coaches, we don't do that enough. We don't go into business groups or, or interest groups and connect with the people who are already interested in the things that we fix for them. Yeah, but I'm talking connect here as in engage more than connect. I think a lot of people think connect of, oh, I'll just send that person a friend request and then that is the end of it. Where we're talking about connect, I think more in an engage way. So, you know, engaging with them, conversing with them rather than just connect and and ghost that person. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? The, The normal strategy that we see people take on social media is literally defined you know, hopefully connect and then we start this nurture process. Mm-hmm. I think this idea of this Dream 100 approach is to completely change that paradigm. Mm-hmm. Certainly still mm-hmm. need to find them. Yes. But rather than connecting first, we find nurture the relationship and then connect. Mm. Now, it's a little bit different, isn't it? I think, what are you nurturing before you before you're connecting? But it's actually starting to engage with people. It's, it's, it's really early on making deposits into this relationship bank, isn't it, and saying, I really like your stuff or that was a great comment or or share something they've posted. And then when you do connect, they're like, I already know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. I'd love to connect and start a conversation with you. Yeah. To me, it just makes so much sense. If you've been commenting on and someone's, you know, content, if you've been tagging them in things or sharing their their content. Actually, this did happen to me just recently. So um, someone had commented on one of my posts and shared it. And it was someone I wasn't connected with. Let me tell you, it certainly had me sitting up and watching because A, hardly anyone ever shares content on LinkedIn, but B, it was someone that I wasn't connected with. So the first thing I did was reach out and say, hey, thanks so much for sharing my content. Tell me more about you. And then what happened was quite a lot of dialogue. So they had actually done this and it worked really, really well because I paid it, you know, I might get 30, 40, 50 connections a day. This one person, I was I entered into quite a long dialogue with just by them sharing my content. Yeah, well, you've got that relationship already. Like, thanks very much. Really appreciate that. Tell me more about you. Why are you sharing my stuff? Yeah, that's exactly right, which was what it went. Why did you share my stuff? Like, tell me about that. And and it turned into a really great conversation. And what ended up happening was I ended up joining a Facebook group that he suggested 
um, so that I could connect with someone else that through my content, he's like, I want to introduce you to this other person. It, it was a, so essentially he's doing this strategy of find, nurture, connect. And from me being on the receiving end, it felt really nice. It felt really authentic and genuine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Here's, here's yep. the thing though, and particularly on LinkedIn, if you're going to use LinkedIn as a strategy, if you start sharing and commenting, not liking, commenting on people's content, right, you will stand out because mm-hmm. very few people do it. And, and a lot of people, you're this, you know, your, your dream client avatar, they'll be putting content out to crickets. And if you yep. suddenly the, the one person who shares it or, or comments on it, and, and by comment, I do mean to add value, not just like, Hey, that was awesome. You're actually going to stand out in a big way uh, and that's going to give you a lot of credibility when you do start that conversation. Absolutely. No one likes to put content out and have it go out to crickets. It feels not great. So if you're you know, saying to someone, hey, I see you, I hear you, I really appreciate what you've put out here, that automatically makes that person feel good. And, of course, we're doing it in an authentic way. We're not doing it just to be spammy or scammy. It's not like that at all. Um, but, you know, people do like to feel noticed. So when you're commenting Go and find the people that have not got very much interaction. Make them feel really good about themselves rather than commenting on the, the post that's already got 12,000 interactions. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's look at the last stage in this process. We've found our clients. We've changed the way that we're approaching uh, those connections and starting those conversations. Let's look at around how we systemize that workflow, okay? Mm-hmm. Because it is, right? We, we're not just looking at connecting and chatting stuff at once. And if we're talking about 100 people here, there's obviously lots of conversations going on at the same time, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we need to be able to fi- to follow a process. Otherwise, we're going to be commenting on all these people's posts and it's going nowhere. And you may have heard other people talk about having a leaky funnel. This is what we're referring to, yep. being a, setting up um, and, and nurturing some sort of connection that possibly may turn into a client. Possibly not. We don't really know just yet, but not being able to go back and follow up um, or reconnect so that 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 lead essentially, even though they're not really a lead just yet, doesn't fall out of the funnel or fall out of the bucket. Yeah, absolutely. So we think uh, there's a couple of different ways you can do that. Obviously, one of the easiest ways is to just use a an Excel or a Google Sheet right, to put the name of the connection in, where the stage is that they're doing things. Ultimately, you just want someone, a a tool or system to remind you who the people are and where that conversation's up to. So Trello Mm -hmm. could be be used as well. Um, If you wanted to take it to a little bit more of an advanced strategy, you could use, if your CRM does this, you could use you know the the deal management or an automated workflow process inside your system as well. And we're not talking about using it to email your customer here. We're talking mm-hmm. about to raising a period periodic task to say, hey, it's been I don't know five days, seven days, twenty one days since you connected with Chet. Right, time to reach out and uh, and do something with Chet again. Okay, yeah. it might be. Yeah might be a, an endorsement, it might be a comment, it might be a share, it might be a, a whatever at that particular stage. Absolutely. So it's not an, it's not an automation directly to that, that connection. 
it, that if you're setting up an automation, it's an automation to yourself or someone in your team to action something. We're not automating anything with these people yet. We're conversing with them in real time, in real person. <laughs> real person. That's well, absolutely, because, you know, <laughs> surely I'm not the only one that goes onto LinkedIn and go, am I talking to this person or am I talking to their VA? Well, if, if you've got a good VA, you'll never know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I, mm, let's not go down that <laughs> robot. <laughs> so, so yes, real person, as in us. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bot. It's not a bot. Exactly. Right. So, let's quickly recap. Dream, dream client avatar is more about their uh, their attitudes uh, as much as it is their sort of their um, demographics, mm-hmm. much as anything else. Uh, we use this ultimately because we don't really need 6,000 clients. We just, you know, even we don't really need 100 clients. 100 clients will completely transform your business. Find them wherever they hang out. Right? So do the searches for that criteria, but then start to connect with them. Find, nurture first, and then connect and converse, not just mm-hmm. find and connect. Too many connections <laughs> that really go nowhere. And then systemize your follow-up process with them, whether you're using it, Google Sheet, Trello, and Infusionsoft or whatever, systemize that process so that you're reminded about when you need to go back to that particular connection. Absolutely. When I post this uh, episode up in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community, let's have a bit of a, uh, a commitment ladder and, and let's see who's going to go and do this, um, what are we calling it? Not a challenge. Yeah, let's, let's do it. The Dream 100 Challenge. There you go. Pop the Dream 100 Challenge up in the Thought Leaders Business Lab Community Facebook group. Let us know if you're joining in. We'll be coming back in 30 days or at the beginning of October to let you know our results. And we'll also, we would also love to feature our listeners and talk about the results that we've all got from this, from this challenge. Awesome. This is our first challenge, Sam. This is exciting. We didn't even know we were doing this an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) It has has evolved that way during the course of this podcast recording. Of course, if you have liked today's episode, we'd love to have you as a member of the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook. We've got all the episodes up there and a bunch of other really cool stuff that you can engage with. Get to share your thoughts and comments on that. Um, You will find this podcast, of course, in all good podcasting channels. We'd love a share, a like, a comment, review as you see fit with someone who might get some value from the conversation we have each and every week. Otherwise, we'll see you next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for joining us today. We truly respect your time, so we hope this was valuable to you. If you're a new listener, thank you for checking out the show. And don't forget to connect with me by heading over to samanthariley.global forward slash connect. And you can connect with Tim at winmoreclients.com.au forward slash connect. Be sure to contact us and share any feedback, questions or topics you have too.